I'm Olivia. And I'm Haley. And this, this is One Thing, thing at, at a time. time, a podcast where we talk about all things photography, life, and advice. <laughs> okay, everybody. We have um, AMAC on the pod. Woo! <laughs> 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 hey guys, uh, my name is K-Mac. Well, my name is actually Caitlin McMillan. Uh, long, long story short, when I was in seventh grade, I was on a soccer team and I was the youngest Caitlin on the team because there were two of us. And they just gave me the name K-Mac and it has stuck for years. And so I just, you know, created a little brand out of it. And here we are. So now everyone calls me K-Mac. Um, That's really cute. Yeah, it's... That. It's weird and fun and just like a little special because it just kind of sticks in your brain a little bit better than just like a regular name, I guess. But uh, yeah, so I am a full time photographer. I'm a wedding and elopement photographer. I currently live in Virginia Beach, uh, but I'm from Greenville, South Carolina. So born and raised in the southeast. Um, And yeah, I have been full time since 2020. And it's just been a blast. So I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me, guys. Of course. Of course. Do people come up to you and they call you K-Mac, like your clients, or do they know your actual name? I think they know my name because of my email. But most of the time, I, like, sign my name as K-Mac. My Instagram is K-Mac. Most of my website. And if they actually read, like, the copy that I have on my website, it'll say, hey, my name's Caitlin. Everyone calls me K-Mac. And so, but a lot of times people ask what I want to be called. And I usually just say, just call me K-Mac. But whatever's more comfortable for you is fine. So, hi. That's so funny because I have a friend and she, her photography business is, like, her first name and her middle name. But I always Mm -hmm. just assume that that's her last name. So, that's what I have written mm-hmm. on my phone. <laughs> actually have that happen to me a lot um, because my name is Haley High and they're like, is that your like actual name? And I'm like, yeah, they're like, it's, it's not a nickname. And I'm like, no. Wait, so your last name is High, H-I-G-H? Yes, it is. It's a fun nice. last name. Well, nice. it's night, but. Well, okay, so, <laughs> so I just got married and it's night now. But okay. because I own a business. Yeah. It's everything so complicated because I just got my passport, like literally. And you know how hard it is to get a passport. Uh-huh. So I renewed it and I renewed it with high because I was in such a rush. Totally. That I didn't, I couldn't go to the DMV because the DMV is a pain of my existence. And then I just had to get it and I had to get it. And so I put high. And so now it's my last name t- still is high, but on my marriage certificate, it's night. It's high night, which is really confusing. But my last name is high and night. It's both. Because I hyphenated it. Just because having a business attached to like, your name is really hard to change. Yeah. But yeah. I like that you did like K-Mac because that's a lot – Um, what's the word? It's a lot cooler than like literally like, Kaylee Hat Photography. It's easy to remember. Yeah, it is interesting though because when a ki- the the very occasional like if a like a blog or a website needs to give credit like below if they publish if they put a photo for like a wedding or something they always ask me like what you want it to be called and it makes so much more sense to say like Caitlin McMillan photography like it just sounds better like on a written magazine but when it's like my business name is photos by K Mac and so when it's like they put photo by photos by K Mac it's like doesn't it like doesn't work and so it's I never know what to say I usually just give him my first and last name but like people don't know my first and last name as like my biz people associate me with K-Mag and it's just like kind of funny and weird but it's fun so that's fun that's hilarious people just think I'm Olivia Rodrigo so 
as soon as I get that ring, I'm changing that. Changing it. So (laughs) you're gonna keep it. I don't know. She may drag me business like Olivia Rodrigo. So whatever. We may keep it. We may not. But we'll see. That's true. Um, okay, so I have the most important question, which okay. okay, so me and Olivia are Christians, so I love Enneagrams, but I also love horoscopes. Okay. So what is your horoscope? What is your um I have no Enneagram? Okay, so I have no idea. I've never looked into horoscopes, to be completely honest with you. I don't know anything about it. I don't know what I am, I know nothing. But I do know Enneagram and I have decided I haven't really taken the test. I have taken the test, but I don't really believe the test as much as I believe like reading the descriptions and being like, okay, like reading it really intently and be like, this is me in a way or like I relate to this really well. So I would say that I am a three wing four. Oh, you are. Yes. Okay. (laughs) I totally see that because you did not strike me as like a seven, eight. You seem like you're very like heartfelt and genuine. And okay. That makes sense. Yeah. It's kind of like the three is like, I'm pretty like, if I want to do something, like I'm going to do it. Like I'm pretty driven. Like I really appreciate follow through. And like, when I say I'm going to do something, I'm really going to do it. And so there's where like the three, I guess, achiever, like I care about in maybe not always a good way, like public image sometimes. And so like, that is something that I've worked through and whatnot. And so that's where like the big three comes out. And then I definitely feel like I've been able to tap in a little bit more of my emotion in like the four and that's, creative side and blah, 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 and all that stuff so it's kind of that's where I feel like the four comes in but yeah I, I feel like we all have parts of different of every number in us because 100%. if not then I feel like uh, there's a hot takes on the Enneagram but mm-hmm. I do think that it's very beneficial and so that's what I would say that I am I read a book on Enneagrams um it's uh, it's literally the most popular book I'm sure if you, Enneagram or it's like the road Oh, the road back to you. The road back to you. It was that. And I was like, oh, I really like this book. But yeah. I've, I'm a – guess what I am. Let's see if we can guess. Wow, I just met you 10 minutes ago. I know. <laughs> it's, it's fun though. Are you a seven? I'm an eight-wing seven. So, okay. yes. I could tell you had a little bit of seven. Yes, we do. We have an you eight. Have some four in you, Olivia? No, I'm actually a six-wing seven. But I literally have no idea what any of that means. So <laughs> I didn't know that you had seven in you, Olivia. I took the test like once and I just kind of ran with it, but I don't know if that's actually I would true. recommend just going through the website and reading the descriptions rather than taking the test because, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, when's your birthday? March 3rd. Okay. She's a Pisces. She's a Pisces. Oh, we yeah. love of my husband's a Pisces. Basically. <laughs> hey, awesome. You're emotional, you're caring, you're a dreamer. Um, all of it <laughs> she's like she's like Thank yeah you so i am much. keep talking no just kidding <laughs> <laughs> my husband's like that's hoopla so i'm like okay whatever well it's true for me and it's true for you so let <laughs> me take it with a grain of salt they're just more so fun but i really do think that there is truth to enneagrams and i feel like to like it's almost like when you work with different people it it gives you a better basis on like their personality so sure. it's just it's just fun to know so totally. Well, what does a six swing seven mean? Enlighten me, because I literally don't know. I can't answer that. Haley? Uh, I'll. I'm. I can tell you. I'm the least six. The six was the lowest one on my chart, so I actually can't tell you much. So the only thing I know about it is that it's kind of like five is in sixes, 
tend to lean a lot towards like worst case scenarios. So you're like preparing for the worst. Interesting. That sounds like me. Hmm. Olivia's a little bit of a hypochondriac. Okay. Um, Yeah. And that's all that is. It's just a little tool for growth. (laughs) Don't call her out. She's going to call later. Much love. (laughs) No, it's fine. I'm... I'm best friends with Haley. I, I get called out a lot. So she's, hey, don't call me out. Don't call me out. Okay, babe. <laughs> but what's a seven? Because you have seven. Um, Haley. It's the achiever. Like, but achiever in the sense of. I don't raise the achiever. Well, it's not like you like to achieve. Like you like to. Evie. Do, okay. Do you listen to the Heart and Hustle podcast? Sometimes. Yeah. Evie is a seven and she's very basically me is a seven because every test i've taken it's been either seven wing eight or eight wing seven so like what's what's the google description three is seven is the enthusiast oh the enthusiast oh okay sure here you go i'm gonna send you guys a link educating us period education that's fun Haley, there's a chat Okay, so the enthusiast, a busy, fun-loving type, spontaneous, versatile, distractible, and scattered. Oh, okay. It's really funny because scattered really is my personality, but that's fine. Totally. Um, okay, so we're going to get a little deep. I think Great. we should. Um, what is the best piece of life advice you've ever been given? Mm. I feel as though you know, I, and I feel like this relates to a lot and not just photography. So I love that you said life advice. Um, one of the biggest things that I've learned and that I've been given is that people will remember less what you say, but more how you made them feel. And so it is like, that is, you know, been one of the driving forces for my business and the way I choose, I like want to live my life. Cause it's like, Yes, obviously I want to be smart with my words. Like our words are, they, they matter and they are very important and they can tear down and build up like immediately. And so, so like not to say that we shouldn't use our words wisely, um, but also our words have power to make people feel things. And so I think it's really important to remember how people feel when they're interacting with you or your business or, you know, you know, just as humans. And so like, I just, you know, I think back to my memories and you could probably think back to yours and, and remember less about conversations that you were having, but like more so how you were feeling in the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I think that that is probably like one of the best things that I, I don't even remember where I learned that, but it stuck with me. Like, that's so, really good. I feel like that like puts things in perspective for people. That's that's really good. I don't even have anything else like and no follow up questions for that because I was like really good. Was not expecting that. Um, I, it's just something that you know I tell all my clients like even on initial first phone calls with them where it's like if we're talking about a wedding hypothetically like I want them I say like I would so much rather you look at your photos when you get them back and say oh my gosh, like we were just having the best time of our lives in this. Or like, we were just so in love rather than like looking back at a really pretty photo maybe, but like remembering like, oh, K-Mac was like really stressing me out or this moment, or like I was not having a good time. And and maybe the photo is better. And maybe some people might not care about that, but like the clients that I want to relate to, like do care about that. And so it's been sweet to like, 
even see that implemented into my business. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, that's really good. Um, <laughs> so kind of like to piggyback off of that question, is really? there a piece of like business advice that you would give to people, not even necessarily just beginning photographers or business owners in general, but like geared t- more towards like business related? What's like a big piece of advice that you would give? I think, you know, business is still people. And so I think like, as you, you know, you kind of mentioned earlier, like, I feel like I tend to be a little more relational in the way that I run business. And obviously, like photography is a very specific thing. So we're, we're very, it's a very intimate and emotional thing also, especially with, you know, weddings. And so like, I would say like business wise, like just don't lose sight of the fact that they are still humans and they are still people. And like that even just like relates to remembering how they feel. And so like, even in conversations about contracts or about money, or if they're frustrating you, it's like these things, like they don't know, not that they don't know any better, but like sometimes they, this is their first experience with a photographer. So like they might not. And so it's just kind of like, I would say like, just keep in mind that these are humans that you're also interacting with as much as we want our clients to treat us like humans. Like they also Mm -hmm. want us to treat them like humans too. Um, so yeah, probably that. Good. I feel like, um, when you get to a point in your business where you're growing, you get clients that give you that same energy back because I feel like in the beginning it was like the budget brides, like the people that were just looking at price kind of forgot the fact that you're a human and you also forget that they're like a human too, because you're like, all I see is a budget bride that wants a deal. But I feel like as I've gotten more successful in my business I've felt like my clients truly care about me and what they say what they do how they like respond to like Mm -hmm. the sneak peeks I give them how they review me how they refer me so I actually really like that that was really good Olivia do you have anything to add no but I am very stunned by how uh, you speak you're very articulate with your words like I just wanted to compliment you on that like you all you know what to say so I find that very like admirable like I'm very uh scatterbrained obviously so I just have to think a little bit before I speak but yeah I wanted to compliment you on that because I think that's a very good trait uh, how old are you I know that's so personal we can cut this out if you're not comfortable. it's not personal no I'm 24 okay Mm-hmm. I graduated college in 2020 um, and went full time right after that, like in COVID. So, oh, yeah. that's- hey, that's the best time. What did you I graduate with? Um, well, I can't remember. I'm forgetting. Communications, like strategic communication, social media marketing, graphic design. So, I mean, we're so just- you started your business like in 2020. Is that when you like first opened your Instagram? No. So, I. Uh, kind of cheated a little bit and just turned my personal Instagram into my photography Instagram around 20. Like I, so I guess I'll give you a little backstory right now since we're here. Mm-hmm. I, so in high school, play. I was not one where like my grandpa had cameras sitting around the house and I used to play with them. My, no. And so that was not a part of my story, which is great. I love my grandpa so much. Um, he was in the military. And so, which is awesome. You can cut that out. And my father was too. It's okay. I just think it's funny. God rest his soul. He is with Jesus now. But he um 
was like in a mechanical engineering, like super good with his hands, like worked on cars and stuff. And he, <laughs> he built this bomb in his garage and just for like fun. I don't know. He was building a bomb for Lord knows why. And it ended up <laughs> like going off on his hand, like it blew up in his hands. And he lost like three of his fingers. And so I just, my family has kind of like a history of losing fingers, which is just oh. super funny. But so all I remember my grandma, like ever since I've known him, he's always had three fingers or like on his one hand. And like, like my cousin cut off his finger building a house once. So it's just like, that's super unrelated. Do you have I'm, all of yours? I have all 10. Okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> We're sorry. But all that to say, my grandpa did not have cameras, but. I played I played sports in high school and soccer was like my number one. I loved it so much. And um, in my freshman year, my dream was college soccer. Professional soccer was not good enough. I could tell you that right now. But um, I tore my ACL my freshman year of high school, and I was still so determined. Was so in love with soccer, and then. Four months after that first surgery, I tore it again because I was stupid and I didn't do my physical therapy right. And I was just, you know, a brat. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to take this seriously. Nine months of recovery. So it was like 13 months total of rehab. And then I was getting back to soccer. It was my junior year of high school and was like playing soccer and basketball in high school and all this stuff. Right before my senior year started, I like had a school I was going to play at. And I was like, great, everything's coming together. I planned out like the next four years of my life. And then right before my senior year, I tore my ACL again. So it was like freak same, accident. And this is all the same one, and not different legs. Like- yes, correct. And it was this moment where my doctor was like, hey, you should probably stop playing soccer. And I was like, I'll believe you this time. Like, you're right. And so it was just really, I mean, to not be dramatic about it in high school, it's like an identity crisis kind of. Because you're like, I have put everything into this sport, which is a classic story for it. Like how athletes who get injured but it was just I mean that was part of my story and so then my mom got me a camera for Christmas because I've been like kind of I'd been naturally entrepreneur like I'd always had an entrepreneur mind and so I'd always been like selling things to my teachers or to my friends or whatever and I would I had been kind of like showing that I had a little bit of an eye where I would like take my mom's iPhone and like take photos with it whatever And so she got me a camera my senior year of high school. So that was like the first time I really touched a camera. Um, I went to college in Virginia and then just like met some people who would do it for fun. And we would just like go to the Blue Ridge Parkway and take photos for fun. It was just like a thing that we did. And then like one thing after another, then it kind of became a little bit more of a classic. Like, okay, then one friend asked me to shoot a wedding and I literally shot my first wedding for $300 without any experience whatsoever. Like not even trying to get into the industry just was like, oh, sure, whatever. And shot the wedding. It was like, I mean, terrible looking back, but it was fine at the time. And we all uh, got start somewhere. Totally. Mm-hmm. And so then it was like another random connection and then my random connection. And then I would like go back to school for the year and then like go home and shoot a wedding each summer or like something like that. And then my junior year of college, I was like really involved in student government just on the like their communications team. Like I would take photos for all their events. I would shoot all their headshots, their campaign stuff. Like I would do all of the stuff mm-hmm. for free. I just was volunteer, you know, for school. Yeah. And then around campus, I was just kind of like someone who took photos. Like was just like known as someone who t- took pictures. And so then my junior and senior year, it was just this like 
<laughs> insane amount of like, okay, I had 20 graduation photos this year. And then the following fall, like three couples got engaged, all three of them booked me for their wedding. And then time after it was like more couples getting engaged. Cause I mean, at Liberty, everyone's getting engaged left and right. And so yeah. it's like spring before it, spring, baby. I, totally. He's charged. Yeah. Well, Y'all got someone. <laughs> okay, well, me and my me and my husband were dating for like over three years, but yeah, yeah. Say whatever you need to say. <laughs> uh... <laughs> my heart's though, so I can't even justify it. Okay, okay. Um, and so yeah, it was just kind of then my senior year, I was like, wow, I have like twelve weddings next year this summer. Like, what's going on? I don't even have time for a full time job. And then February, the Lord was just kind of like, I, you know, with knowing, you know, now with you guys kind of knowing my backstory of like the soccer and I loved it so much and I absolutely put it above the Lord in my life. It was kind of like uh, this moment where then I was so afraid to do photography full time, to love it so much, to to, to have it be a job because I was like, I'm so afraid that I'm going to love it too much again, just like I did soccer and I'm just going to like lose my love for it or the Lord's going to take it away from me where now, I mean, I know that that's not necessarily how the Lord works, but it was yeah. kind of like, it was this fear that I had. And I just remember in February of 2020, the Lord just being like, Hey, like I am not calling you to photography. Like I'm calling you to people and the Avenue that I'm going to have you love them through is with your camera in your hand. And like, that is all I'm asking you to do. And if you can do that, then like the world is your oyster kind of. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, like, if that's all you're asking, like, I can do that. And it was just this, like, because it's not me. It's not about the photo. It's not about, you know, me promoting myself. It's about, like, these couples and these stories and me loving them. And I'm not going to lose my love for it because I'm not loving the photos. I'm loving these people. And so it was just this whole mindset shift into where then I was like, okay, like, I can go full time. It's fine. And then March was like, boom, COVID. And I was like, boom, oh no. And then I like moved home from school for my last two months of my senior year and like was still going full time, but it worked out like so well. The Lord was so kind because most, if not all of my weddings that year were Liberty students. So they're like Christian couples still wanting to get married, wanting to have their wedding because it was important to them. Mm -hmm. And I just, they just condensed their wedding, but I was still a needed member of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. my photos to share with all their friends that couldn't be there and so I still did like 30 weddings that year um and ended up just like being so special uh but yeah so that's kind of like the whole spiel of like how I even got started and and why I do what I do and kind of like why I feel like I have the mindset behind why I do what I do so yeah I don't even remember what the question was but no, that's, that you answered it and then some. So that's crazy. So how have you been able to grow so fast? Because like hindsight, it's 2022 about to be 2023 now. I think it's like literally a few days till 2023. That is, yeah. you grew super fast. Um, how are you able to do that? I don't have an answer. I don't know. Like it really God. feels, so, yeah. And I mean, I think, Oh, I'm the question was about like me transferring my my Instagram. And so I think I started posting in like 2018 ish, my 2018, 2019, my photography work on my personal page. So like, I think I had like a little over 2k just from like being, you know, living. And then I was like, okay, I already I don't really want to start from scratch. I already have follow like a few people here that care about what I do. 
So I was like, I might as well just like use this as what I do. And so from there, I don't, I mean, to be honest, I have no idea how it's grown. I just feel honored like that people care to follow along like it feels so special and like kind of sacred in a way and so it's like I definitely want to steward it well but there's been a few times where like I mean just practically speaking like a few proposals have popped off like a couple big accounts have like reposted like some cool proposals that I've gotten to shoot and so that is those are a few ways that like things have grown here and there Mm -hmm. um but other than that I mean I don't really feel like I've done that much yeah I mean that's kind of how I feel I feel like the last three years have been a blur like I couldn't even tell you how I got to where I am like I really don't know like it was just all so fast you know what I mean so I kind of feel you on that sense (laughs) totally yeah so um okay so I feel like you answered literally one of my questions was like what sets you apart as a photographer and a creative and I feel like because you care a lot of people get in this industry for money and people ask me like oh should I become a photographer and I'm like why and they're like oh well I'm broke and I need money and I'm like and this is not the career path for you because not only is there a bunch of upfront costs but you have to love it you have to have an eye for it you have to it needs to almost like fall into your lap. I've never met like a photographer that's been like, yep, I'm, I did this for the money and now I'm successful. It's always been, I took pictures on my grandfather's camera and one day I just was here. Or my story is like, I was doing senior sessions and seniors turned into married people that turned into referrals. And I feel like everybody has, everyone that's been, I feel like true, like have, have, has been on this journey of true success has, had opportunities to where do you know what I mean so I feel like I I answered that question you answered that question by setting yourself apart through just being you and like your story and your journey with God and what he's shown you through that and what your purpose is um Mm -hmm. and that's like inspiring so thank you so much for that Uh, oh sorry no go ahead I was just gonna say I also feel like in general for anybody it's like that's what the thing and I just talked like I helped help my friend host a workshop recently and I did a little speech on like personal branding and like that is the biggest thing that like will set you apart like either one of you two like you know the most unique thing we have about ourselves and about our business is our personality like we are all doing similar things when we're taking photos of, of people in love and mm-hmm. like but you know what's gonna really set you apart is who you are and like that is just like a really special thing that I think we can just like use to our advantage, you know? Yeah. So, okay. I have a super personal question. So are you a Christian? Yes. Okay. Cause I didn't know if you were like Latter-day Saints. I don't know if you're, I don't know. Yeah. Bible believing Christian. Yep. I grew up in the church and, you know, I really feel like like I, you know, had the classic, like I got saved when I was seven, um, baptized when I was nine, but I really feel like I started following the Lord like on my own in college. Like I was, you know, I really believe that I was saved through high school, but it was like, I went to a Christian high school. I went to a Christian college, like, you know, and so, but I really feel like college was where I was like, I want this for myself. 
Well, I can, I can see, like, I can feel how genuine and how I feel like what sets you apart is like the Holy Spirit in you. And I see that so clearly. And I feel like that's why I was drawn to your work because there are some photographers that stick out and I, it's like, yes, their work's beautiful, but it's like something about them and like hearing your story and and seeing you and like hearing the way you talk. I can so see that that's what sets you apart. Uh, Haley, thank you. She's so gonna much. cry. <laughs> oh. It's like it's a rare gift to be able to like articulate like you. your journey and like what God has done and like give proper praise to Him. And I feel like you do that like so well, and it's so evident in your work. So like seriously, thank you're you. killing it. You're killing oh, it. Thank you so much. Yes, of course. Oh. Um, Olivia, do you have any questions for her? I was just gonna say that I have like a. A sort of like a similar story to you except for the part I don't I didn't play soccer and like I really didn't do much of anything but I you know it's so funny to hear how you started doing photography because I just one day I used to work at a dog groomer and I would always take their photos of the dogs and so that's kind of how I got my start it was not on purpose and then my mom got me a camera and I just kind of did it you know what I mean? It just kind of happened. And I actually, with the whole, you know, Christ, like Christian side of things, I got saved in 2020 and I got baptized in 2021. No, wait, 2022. Sorry. Um, so in January of this year. So I just am, I'm, you know, looking back, I all glory to him, you know, because I'm where I am now. Because I wouldn't, I don't think I would have done it if I didn't trust him. So I kind of have a similar. I I can get really emotional, but I won't because I just met you. But <laughs> but, but oh yeah, I can, but I won't. That's so okay. yeah, so we have similar stories. Hearing that's awesome. Yeah. Whoa. Um. So I want to talk about a little bit of your editing style because it's very unique. So how did you like come to find it? And, like, just give me all the deets. I want to know. Well, thank you. That's so kind. It's interesting to hear you say that, though, because I, like, sometimes I feel like it's not. Um, Girl, don't, don't even. <laughs> thank you. Um, I think the biggest thing that when I think about editing, and I, most of my friends can tell you that I talk about this a lot, but I, like, I think, and one of the other questions was, like, how would you describe your work? And so I would say, like, I try, my goal is to be like timeless. And I know that's like a coin. It's like a, it's a word people use all the time now. And like nostalgia is also a word that's a lot used now, but like, I would say I really want to be timeless and nostalgic. And so I, and the reason for that is like, I want people to look at their photos and, and like remember what they saw with their eyes. And so if my photos are looking like drastically different from in camera, to the front the final product I think there's and and this is just personal it's like a personal Mm -hmm. how I feel and I I would say that there's an issue because then you know what I'm remembering with my eyes is not what I'm seeing on this photo and so I would like even say like sometimes like when I hit the little you know the the dash in Lightroom where you can kind of go back and forth Mm -hmm. between you know the, the photo before and after like 
sometimes there's not a huge difference. And, and, and I like that sometimes even better. And I definitely obviously enhance it and then change it and make it better and whatever I need to do. But yeah, um, I would say the biggest thing is that I want to be like, I want it to be timeless and I want them to remember what they saw with their eyes. Um, so yeah, that's kind of a very unique perspective because I feel like a lot of photographers, we have this stuff to get caught up. (laughs) hi we got we have like we get caught up in like oh we can add like a sunburst here we can't hey what's up yeah <laughs> i think it's i don't know my cousin it's okay oh hi cousin <laughs> the, your baby cousin was really cute by I'm the way she said, she said a selfie but he's so cute he is so cute you can go see him on my story oh my god stop okay Wait, was that the baby that you posted today yes that's my nephew okay Yes. Really cute. Of him with a little thing on his head. Yes, he was so Stop. Cute. Yeah, rip my soul out of my chest. That's don't adorable. tempt Taylor. She stop it. I won't. But I want to. But I won't. <laughs> um, so, but I saw this one photo of someone, and I was like, "This is phenomenal. This is beautiful." Slid up, and I was like, "I don't know how you did this, but teach me your ways." And they were like, "You wouldn't want to see the before." And they sent me the before, and I was like, "That is not." what i think that there's some so much beauty in that sometimes too like Mm -hmm. i think editing is such an art and like it's so awesome when people can like make art out of photos like yeah sometimes that's the point of it and i love that but Mm -hmm. i'm i'm mainly talking about like wedding photography or like you know couples like that Mm -hmm. is kind of where i'm but like yeah i totally get that and i think some photos have to look different than the original like if the lighting is bad or whatever like there's obviously room for exception but generally the goal for me is to shoot correctly in camera first to get okay that, that was the question i was gonna ask you oh hit me <laughs> no i was gonna ask if you are a perfect in camera photographer or you're a fix it later girl i i am both but i strive to be more so good in camera okay like i try to avoid photoshop if possible like if i can wait 30 seconds and have someone step out of the frame so i don't have to photoshop them out like i'd so much rather do that or like if I like I that's why I love mirrorless because like I can get it right in camera a lot easier. Uh, oh, yeah. So yeah. Well, I'm a fix it later girl. Olivia will intentionally take a crooked photo just so no. later she can make it straight. No, I'm not. In, I don't intentionally make things crooked. My head is not straight on my head. Like it like curves this way. I was so. noticing that. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> You know what? Any any wedding now, when she, when I have to grab and cull all of her photos, I'm gonna be like, you know what? I know why your head's crooked in this one. My mom has told me this my whole life that my head was crooked. So oh, I'm yeah. just that is hilarious. Okay, yeah. I do have a real. I'm really curious about this question, and like this was the first question that I put on because I feel like a lot of the people that I look up to, that I follow, that I like strive to gain my inspiration from as far as Instagram where do you gain your inspiration from like is it Pinterest is it Instagram is it magazines what is it that inspires you to create and how you create it um that is such a good question I mean definitely like I'm no stranger to looking at people's Instagrams and being Mm -hmm. like oh I love that like I think 
Film photography has really grown in a lot of my inspiration recently. Um, I love it, love it, love it, love it. And so that's one thing. But I mean, obviously, like I love looking like it's really cool to see what other people are doing and how other people see things. So, but I, you know, I think there's a line between inspiration and plagiarism. And that's. Oh, thing. yeah. That's, 100%. that's a also, big topic here. Yeah. We don't have to get into that. Yeah. <laughs> but um. I also like really find a lot through just like scenery and nature and like I would like I love shooting outside not just because like natural light but just in general like the scenes that we have at our disposal are just like unreal and so it's cool because you can kind of like do less but less is more Mm -hmm. like someone could it's just like I love that's why I love traveling is you just get to like see so many things and like imagine like what a couple in a wedding dress would look like standing somewhere it's just like it's cool so I'd say like outside of just looking at other people's work or scrolling on Pinterest or whatever like just nature in general is Mm -hmm. probably where I get most of it yeah that's that's actually really good I feel like the more I travel, the more I'm like, this is like I saw when we were in Savannah, I saw this like big white like column and it had a balcony. And I was like, okay, imagine a wedding dress. My favorite thing is like where you can like, and, and this used to happen to me a little bit more. And now it's kind of like I've taken the photos that I've seen in my mind. But when I like see a photo in my head, and like I just have to get it like it's just so fun to then I don't know if you've ever like that experience where you're like I just see this and sometimes it flops and that's great because then you're growing and you're learning but like sometimes it works and you're like this is awesome and this is everything that I wanted and it's just like that is one of my favorite feelings is when you like have a vision and it comes to life it's just so fun so that's that's yeah that is exactly what happens because I've I've done things where I'm like I saw this going a lot different in my head but we're it's just like, like yeah it's like trying it it's like trying a new pose and then being like actually I don't know about this but we'll just yeah. make it work you know yes <laughs> that was hilarious but sometimes it works out perfectly so yeah and every couple's different and every couple does things differently and you learn and you grow so um is there anyone in particular that you look up to or like it could be photography related or like in just genuine life but is there anyone that you're like I look up to you totally yeah absolutely lots of people um a few names that I'm thinking of currently um have you guys ever read any of John Mark Comer's books no I haven't Oh, ladies, 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 let me put you onto something. Okay, all right. I have a, a what's it called? A notes in front of me. What? Okay, what book? The book Garden City. Okay. I've heard of it, actually. Will change your life. Okay. Um, He is a pastor in Portland, Oregon. Well, he was a pastor in Portland, Oregon. Now he runs another organization. He's written a, book, a bunch of books. He started a church. Like, I would move to Portland to be a part of his church. Like, it's just... And now another pastor that I also really look up to is the pastor but John Mark Homer, I mean he is just like so wise so knowledgeable lives his life in such a unique way that I admire a lot with a lot of like um rules of life as far as like slowness and silence and solitude and like community like the way that he lives in with those different kinds of I don't know it's just it's super unique and like super beneficial so I really admire him and his work like that book is was literally a game changer for me um and someone else another her name's taylor tippett have you guys ever heard of her 
Yes, but I don't know how. She's kind of like an Instagram personality. She wrote a book. She's a flight attendant. She's like big, pretty big on Instagram. I just think that she is like so cool. And she's just like the cutest little bean and is super like her book is just like feel good, encouraging. And she just like is so nice to everybody. Just like really like I look up to her and the way that she interacts with strangers. And I just Mm -hmm. think it's like so beautiful. Um. And the way that she sees the world is cool. So I like really want to be her friend. <laughs> oh my goodness. DM her and be like, hey, can I take a photo? Then I've tried to take her pics of her husband and it just hasn't worked out, but it's fine. So are you a big are you a big book reader? Not necessarily. I would like to be. Yeah. I same. would go through spurts. I'm not super into like novels. I've written I've written, I've read a few and like I like I've enjoyed them, but I really, I'm kind of like, if I'm not learning anything, why am I reading? Which is not yeah. like all the time, but um, that's how I feel. That, like, that's why I love listening to podcasts, like yeah, listening to books. Totally, yeah. So I wouldn't call myself a reader, an avid reader, but I do enjoy it. But that's one of my. I am goals. reading a book right reading. now that you guys should also read. It's called Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. Ooh, okay. I'm already. That's the one I'm starting next. Yes. <laughs> okay. Emotionally. Emotionally healthy spirituality by uh, Peter Scazzaro, but you'd be able to find it with just typing the title. Okay, because I I was going to say, what, like, one of our, like, final questions was going to be, what are you reading? What are you watching? What are you listening to? Because mm-hmm. I'm, like I said, I'm super into podcasts, love. I actually enjoy reading thoroughly. Um, not only my, my biggest thing is the Bible right now because, oh, Lord is putting me in my place and that's on period, <laughs> um, the Bible, but, and I love watching things like documentaries, movies. So tell me what you're reading, watching, listening to. Um, well, what I'm reading, I just told you. So I'm reading Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. Uh, I'm rereading it. I read it once in college and bought my own copy. And now I'm like reading it, underlining everything. It's so good. Um, I currently am watching. I don't watch too much TV, but that sounds so pretentious. I do watch TV, but I don't watch a ton. But on Netflix, I am watching this new little like, I think it was actually a show made after a book. They do it a lot, but it's called Firefly Lane. It's like a feel good kind of like drama on Netflix Mm -hmm. right now. Okay. And then what was the other one? Like podcasts? Like listening to. Oh, music. Uh, I mean, I am weird about, I Spotify through and through, but then I just like, I use the liked songs feature a lot. And so then for like two weeks at a time, I'll go through like my top 30 liked songs like constantly. Mm -hmm. And then, getting 30 new songs and go through those constantly so i but i'm really been into like um uh mbl worship like worship music i don't know if you've heard of mbl um similar to maverick but a little different okay i'm Uh, typing them in yeah who is your top spotify wrapped artist taylor swift okay (laughs) yep where'd you go where'd you get tickets to I didn't get tickets. Oh, oh. I'm, so, I'm so well. My sister-in-law got tickets and I didn't. But I'm hoping that something will happen. 
randomly a friend will have an extra ticket and I'll be a, just randomly yeah. and able to go. And I'm just speaking that into existence. So. Oh, yeah. yes. oh, yeah. Yeah. It'll come to you. Yeah, we did. We my, second, my top podcast was my eight-hour box fan that I play every night when I was <laughs> I love that because Olivia and I, whenever we go out of town now, we listen to like rain. Okay, yep. but you know that the Boston playlist that I, I every night. Well, you know I'm that the good. phone has one, right? Does it? Yeah. Box I use Spotify so I can get those minutes up. <laughs> I feel that on a spiritual level. That is hilarious. I think I did the math uh, when my rap came out and my, I don't remember how many minutes it was total, but however many minutes it was like a hundred days total of box fan. That is probably so relatable for so many people. Totally. Um, I would hope so. I just love a little white noise. I need like an actual white noise machine, but my phone works for now. So... (laughs) Okay, so I guess to wrap everything up, um, th- well, first off, thank you again for like coming. I know we've taken up like a lot of your time, but um, I'm so glad that we met and that you got a chance to come on because you're very inspiring and Aww. God is doing amazing things through you, for you, and in all in all the things. So we we appreciate you. You guys, you guys are the best. Thank you for so much for having me. This is so fun. Yes, and I just asked for for you guys and you know this podcast and your businesses. I think that there's just so much beauty in it, and you guys are just giving people a space to share, and that's really special. So thanks for for creating this space. If you come to Georgia, we want to meet you. We want to meet up, or we can just all go to Utah. I'm yeah, so down. Literally, name a spot. I'm going to let you know about that date that you told me um i'm gonna reach yeah. out to my clients and see if we're gonna do their engagement session in utah if not guess where i'm coming, so I'm coming or, or this summer and come on to montana ladies i might be there for a couple months this summer so no i'm dead serious i will go so okay. give me dates when okay put it on your instagram story and i'll slide up i'll be there most of july and august most likely do you do do you host your own workshops like uh like style shoots and stuff yeah my friend and i host retreats so we don't necessarily do education um but we just do retreats and do shoots and just have fun and play so i was eyeing that hawaii one by the way um we still have tickets available i it's really tempting i might be going to utah for a vow or not utah geez hawaii for a vow renewal if i if that ends up not panning out i'm gonna be reaching out Come. Because it looks – I don't have to pay for a flight. And if all I'm paying for is everything included. We have a house. We are going to give you food. It'll be – Megan McKenna is planning six awesome shoots. Okay, so question. today. Are you guys um for room, room, from the airport to the – No, but right. we have uh, like the people who are coming. Everyone usually just rents cars together. Okay. And so, like, we will put everyone in a group chat, and then y'all can just coordinate all that. Okay. I'm going to be potentially reaching out because it okay. was – it looks quite fun. And now that I know you, I'm like, okay, yeah, I want to go. <laughs> now for a week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, seriously. I've never been to Hawaii. That would be fun. Olivia, yes. come on through. Olivia, <laughs> Oh, MG. Now that's how you're going to remember me is her, uh-huh. Olivia yes. Rodrigo. Yes. Absolutely. You know, I still, I to this day get 
messages from people mm-hmm. that are like, you need to change your name. Like, and I'm like, what? I can't help that. Say, so I had it first. <laughs> oh my gosh. Lydia, you were born first. So period. Yeah, um, I was. And my name isn't even Rodrigo. What is it? It's Rodriguez. That's why. Yeah, it's so wow. close. It's so similar. People don't read. So, yeah, well, that's their loss. <laughs> Well, thank you for literally everything like i'm all these recommendations you best believe i'm gonna start reading a book if you need any more let me know <laughs> i will i will definitely be in touch um but i know literally it's holiday time i'm sure you're with your family so i'll let you go but thank, thank you again. no worries it was so great to meet you guys it was so true. have a wonderful evening merry christmas merry christmas happy new year Cheers. Have a good off season if you have an off season. <laughs> yeah, my next wedding is January seventh, so not too much of one. But thank you, you too. <laughs> your next wedding is January seventh too, because you're coming with me. Period. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll let you go. Thank you so much again. We really appreciate it. Of course. Absolutely. All right, everybody. That's all for the episode. Thank you for tuning in to One Thing at a Time, a podcast where we talk about all things photography, life, and advice. Where can we find you, Olivia? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook. All handles are at Olivia Rodriguez Photos, except for Facebook. It's Olivia Rodriguez Photography with two Y's because I'm too dumb to change it. Haley, where can they find you? You can find me at HaleyHighPhotography.com or on any social media platform at Haley High Photography. You can follow the podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Um, you can listen to the podcast on Spotify and Apple and really anywhere that you can get your podcasts. Thank you. Bye. Bye.